0: Donald Trump's attacks on the judiciary have become a central issue in the confirmation battle over his Supreme Court nominee, Neil Gorsuch. Earlier this week, Trump lashed out at what he called a so-called judge who halted his travel ban against seven mostly Muslim countries. Then yesterday, Trump took a preemptive swipe at the federal appeals court that is now considering that case. Meanwhile, Gorsuch is making the rounds in meetings with the senators who will be considering his nomination. He has told them he is, quote, disheartened and, quote, demoralized by the president's comments. That's according to both lawmakers who met with him and the nominee's spokesman. Here's Nebraska's Republican senator, Ben Sass speaking on MSNBC.
1: This is a guy who uh, kind of welled up with some energy, and he said any attack on any of, I think his term to me was brothers or sisters of the robe, is an attack on all judges, and he believes in an independent judiciary.
0: Are Gorsuch's comments strong enough? And how will the controversy over Trump's attacks on the judiciary affect his confirmation prospects? Our guests to discuss this are Caroline Fredrickson, president of the Progressive American Constitution Society, and Jonathan Adler, law professor at Case Western Reserve Law School. Caroline, when I heard the news yesterday that Gorsuch had said he was disheartened and demoralized, my first reaction was to shout out in a pretty loud voice, whoa! What was your first reaction when you heard him say that?
1: Well, yeah, you know, I guess I've been in D.C. too long. I, it was a little cynical, um, I, I must say, uh, to think that, that perhaps he was uh, – that there was an effort to uh, distance himself a little bit from Trump and the attacks on judges in order to ensure that his confirmation uh, battle would go more smoothly. Um, uh, but, of course, you know, he is a sitting federal judge, and so, um, uh, you know, I think it is a you know very uncomfortable position for him to be in, Uh, To hear the president saying things that I think are completely um, out of the norm of what we hear from politicians, typically, at least about federal judges, um, well, he's in the process of trying to get confirmed.
2: Jonathan, is he being strategic knowing these questions will be asked in confirmation hearings, the... A Democratic National Committee spokesman said today, this is clearly a meaningless White House orchestrated attempt to help Judge Gorsuch pretend he won't be a rubber stamp for the Trump administration.
3: Well, I mean, look, I think the comments he made are certainly appropriate. I think they're what you would expect from a federal judge uh, who takes his or her responsibilities uh, seriously and who has concern for the independence of the judicial branch, Um, you know, based on what I believe we know about Judge Gorsuch's record, uh, those sorts of comments uh, coming from the sort of judge that he has been, that has shown the independence he has shown throughout his career is what we, we would expect. And, um, you know, whether or not the White House uh, knew, knew he was going to say that or not, uh, it's the sort of thing we would should want and expect a judge in his position to say. And uh, I'm glad that he said those
2: things. But what about the timing of his saying it, you know, when he's, well, he's seeing when he's seeing senators and before his confirmation hearings.
3: Well, look, uh, my assumption is is that senators have asked these questions in those meetings, and um, uh, I think it would be unreasonable to expect a, a judicial nominee to refuse to answer such questions uh, in private meetings. Uh, there's nothing inappropriate uh, with the questions, at least as far as what what we know of the. What, Given what we know about what was asked, there's nothing there that seems inappropriate to me. Uh, And if senators ask those questions, I can't see how it would be inappropriate for uh, the nominee uh, to give the sorts of responses that Judge Gorsuch reportedly made.
0: Caroline, since you're a little cynical about the comments, <laughs> uh, is there something more you want you want to hear Judge Gorsuch say well, about judicial Well, no, I think he said exactly,
1: you know, as Jonathan said, exactly what um, people want to hear, um, what they expect from a sitting judge. But what I think, you know, ha- has to happen and is going to happen in the process is uh, he's going to be expected to speak more um, uh, directly about how independent he is. Um, and, uh, you know, apart from his nomination, the president himself has created uh, a situation in which um, there is a real need for him to clarify, I mean, and we'll go back over the, you know, the sort of the circumstances. But I think certainly the the, the president himself has repeatedly attacked federal judges. Um, he attempts to, you know, not just use the bully pulpit; he actually attempts to just bully, <laughs> and it seems that he thinks he can get his way in the court um, by um, intimidating judges. Um, and you know, most recently, as you mentioned, uh, uh, with the Ninth Circuit and its expected ruling. Um, you know, already sort of, uh, uh, sort of attacking uh, uh, the judges in, in that case. There was Judge Curiel because he was a, Mexic- of a Mexican uh, 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 origin, or from his, his parents were Mexican. Um, and that was uh,
0: that was the, the camp- during the campaign, the case about ex- Trump University.
1: Ex- exactly, and so I think all of that. Um, you know, plus his very um, explicit um, statement multiple times during the campaign, and more recently that he has a litmus test. Um, uh... you know i think will make the democratic senators particularly but i think some of the republicans will want to push him um, to say you know how do you feel about those statements repeatedly the ones that you know that sort of trying to extract certain outcomes in certain cases as well as the litmus test and they're going to want to know that he hasn't sort of made up his mind um, on particular cases that he has the ability to to rule against the president if necessary there are going to be a lot of lawsuits against this president there are already many making their way through the court system Um, And I think they're going to want to see that he truly is an independent uh, uh, judge and will be an independent justice.
2: So does that mean, Jonathan, that there will be so much uh, concentration on his independence from the presidency that other things might get lost? Well, I
3: mean, certainly there is a limited amount of of time that – Senators have uh, the, the the committee hearings will not go on forever, um, and it's certainly likely that these questions will be a take up a larger proportion of of the discussion uh, in the Judiciary Committee hearings, as well as in uh, Judge Gorsuch's remaining courtesy calls. And uh, that's what I think we should expect. As Caroline noted, the president has put uh, Judge Gorsuch and any future judicial nominees this president has uh, in a difficult situation, because the, the president has made comments that suggest that the president's view of... The role of the judiciary and the degree of independence that the judicial branch should have uh, is quite different from uh, what we usually expect and demand uh, uh, of our judiciary.
0: Senator Jeff Sessions is now Attorney General Jeff Sessions. He was sworn in today after getting Senate confirmation last night on a virtually party-line vote. He vowed to make crime-fighting and illegal immigration his priorities. Meanwhile, President Trump signed three executive actions directing the Justice Department to intensify its efforts to fight drug-related crime and violence against police officers. We're talking with Caroline Fredrickson, president of the American Constitution Society, and Jonathan Adler of Case Western Reserve Law School. Jonathan, this is a very controversial nomination. Um, What are you most interested in seeing uh, from Jeff Sessions in the Justice Department? What should we be watching for in the next few weeks and months?
3: Yeah, well, there's, there's a lot in there. I mean, certainly what we should be watching for, first and foremost, is the extent to which he, he upholds the commitments he made in the confirmation process uh, to faithfully execute um, the laws and to be the to run the Justice Department in an independent way in accord with, with federal law. Some things that I think we should be paying particular attention to is how he resolves some uh, conflicts between his obligations and perhaps Some of his uh, personal views. Um, One issue that's been uh, the Justice Department has dealt with, in some respects, struggled with over the last several years is how to deal with the fact that uh, quite a number of states have either partially or completely legalized uh, the possession and use of marijuana within their states um, while marijuana r- remains illegal under federal law. Uh, Jeff Sessions has been a supporter of the drug war generally, uh, supported the prohibition of marijuana, but has also, uh, especially as Attorney General of Alabama, was was a big advocate of giving states greater flexibility uh, and and endorsing federalism principles more broadly. Uh, areas like what to do about marijuana put those two preferences in conflict, and it's an example of the sort of Thing I think we should be watching because we're not quite sure what direction he's going to go in.
2: Caroline, a federal judge has granted a Justice Department request to delay an initial <laughs> hearing on a police reform agreement with the Baltimore Police Department that was made by the former attorney general. And during his hearing sessions would only say mm-hmm. that deals that had been accepted by judges would have to be ended by the judge. What, with the law and order stance that Trump and Sessions are known for, what is likely to happen to that agreement? Could it be scuffled?
1: Well, I mean, it, it certainly seems like that's what they're trying to do. Uh, you know, I think it's very unfortunate because when you have uh, something like the Baltimore Uh, agreement, which uh, was the product of a long, long uh, process uh, uh, back and forth uh, with the Police Department, with the Justice Department. Um, The community is obviously very much uh, affected by uh, how this works out. I think it's very unfortunate that all that work is going to be potentially thrown out. Um, You know, I think, uh, you know, one would hope that, uh, you know, where where there has been, you know, deep engagement by the community, we don't have this um, federal uh, agency sort of deciding to you know, reconsider uh, all that input and go back to square one.
0: Jonathan, um, Donald Trump's approach towards uh, things involving the law have been uh, I think chaotic might be a good word um, and, you know, in terms of things like the rollout of the, um, the, the, the uh, travel ban um, and uh, various other things. Would you imagine that Jeff Sessions, will his confirmation will impose a little more order in terms of how the administration goes about uh, legal issues?
3: I certainly hope so. And if one looks at the people that have been identified uh, for some of the other positions in the Justice Department, I do think there is cause for some optimism. Um, uh, Folks like Rachel Brand and Rod Rosenstein, uh, who have been identified for the the number two and number three spots at the Justice Department, um, are very well regarded uh, and I think uh, will certainly help or should certainly help uh, bring some some more order uh, to what uh, the Justice Department does, and I would hope to the way legal questions are dealt with. Uh, more broadly in the administration. It's always hard at the beginning of a new administration uh, to to keep everything uh, uh, running and and to deal with the the necessary chaos of transition because you don't have your people in place. You don't have the people in position to make your decisions. Folks that are holdovers from the prior administration might not agree with your agenda. The career uh, folks might not agree with your agenda or might not really understand what it is. And so generally as you you can put your people in place you have greater ability to to bring some consistency and focus to your administration's operations.
0: I want to thank our guests. That was Jonathan Adler, a professor at Case Western Reserve Law School, and Caroline Fredrickson, who is the president of the Progressive American Constitution Society. Coming up, uh, one of the things Donald Trump has done is uh, an executive order that says agencies have to eliminate two regulations for every new one they put in place, and there's now a legal challenge to that. We'll talk about that
2: on Bloomberg Law. This is Bloomberg.